What's going on guys, Carmine here, and as Season 8 quickly approaches, and yes, it is quickly approaching, we keep hearing news almost every day of a new studio picking up a brand new series that they're willing to put so much money behind. Naturally, when I see some of these series picked up, I always wonder if these, if done correctly, have the potential to dethrone Game of Thrones, or at the very least, stand on the same stage with it. Now, it's clear that Game of Thrones is one of the best television shows ever made, and stands in a league of its own, but in terms of fantasy or even sci-fi, can anybody else really compete with it? Well, today we'll be taking a look at the top 5 new upcoming shows that could possibly do this, and if you don't agree with my list, then feel free to share your own thoughts in the comments below on any new shows or current ones that can actually stand next to it, or dethrone it. But, let's take a look. Number 5. The Wheel of Time. Now, this is one of those books I've always wanted to get into, but the scale and commitment I'd have to invest, especially as an adult, always kept me back a little. That and the fact that, even from its own fans, it has a lot of mixed feelings. Whenever I talk to anyone who's read this series, I usually get some of the same criticisms. That the first few books were great and that the, the rest just goes downhill really quickly, or that it has great potential to stand up there with other notable fantasy stories, but it's sluggish pace here and there and the typical cliche bad guy destroying the world versus chosen one type kind of keeps it back from standing out. So basically, if we're forming the Justice League of fantasy books, where Lord of the Rings is Superman and Thrones is Batman, Wheel of Time is Aquaman's cousin. That's, that's basically the vibe I get from its own fans, and naturally I can understand why. It has 14 books, and the story is on a scale that some might compare to a more complex version of Lord of the Rings, but took two decades to finish. The cool thing I like, based off my first impressions of the series from other people, is that it doesn't draw much from medieval Europe like Thrones, and it's much more magic-based, which really strikes my interest. And that the world-building is pretty amazing and next level, which is something I'm a huge sucker for. Now, Sony initially picked up the rights to it, which really made me lose faith in the series, considering Sony has not had a great track record with good content lately. Um, but Amazon did manage to go in with them on it, so I do have some renewed faith. Normally, I'd be more comfortable if HBO or Netflix picked it up because they do have the budget for this type of thing, but I will say Amazon has surprised me a bit lately with its own original content. Nothing super noticeable and life-changing just yet, but I can see Amazon pumping enough cash into this for a grand slam. Thrones may have a complex and intricate storyline, and from what I hear, the, the Wheel of Time can definitely keep up with it, so it is exciting to hear that it will be made into a show, and I'm, I'm really pumped to check it out. And if I like the adaptation enough, I might just pick up the books and dive into it completely, but until then, fingers crossed. Number 4. Star Wars The Mandalorian Yeah, this is kind of a weird entry and a bit unfair considering Star Wars is a massive franchise, but what evens it out is that Star Wars has never had a live-action show before. Star Wars stands out due to the awesome movies, except these two, and the great games and books, but it has never really found resounding success on television. Sure, the Clone Wars and Rebel series were cool, but they felt weighed down a bit by the networks they're stationed on, with kids being the priority target for the audience. Now, I'm not saying a children's television show can't compete with Thrones, but what I am saying is that if you're going to have any chance at doing so, then you need to take off the kid gloves. That being said, The Mandalorian has me really excited, and that's something not many people are saying nowadays in regards to Star Wars. Fanboys aside, the last two Star Wars movies just weren't that great, personal opinion, and I'm still waiting for that one-two knockout punch from the Disney Star Wars era. The Mandalorian is set around the time between episodes 6 and 7, and follows a lone gunfighter in the Outer Rim territories doing his own thing. And by just going off that premise, it sounds a lot like Firefly, which has got me a little excited. Naturally, this doesn't sound like it's on the scale of Thrones, but it is Star Wars, so it can jump from like 1 to a 10 in a second. 
I'm not expecting it to overtake Thrones, but with Jon Favreau at the helm, I'm pretty confident it'll be something to look out for. My one issue is that it'll be on the Disney's streaming service, which kind of annoys me. Like, I, I understand why they're doing it, but at the same time, the reason we all love Netflix is because the cable companies suck, and it feels like they're seeping into the streaming game, which does bug me a little. But that aside, The Mandalorian definitely looks promising enough for me to stick around. Number three, The Witcher. This series has been primed to be a show or a movie for a very long time. In fact, they did make a show out of it before, but it wasn't that great. The Witcher has many elements from Thrones in its story, but still manages to do its own thing and somehow ends up being more insane than Thrones, if that's possible. The story follows Geralt of Rivia, who is a professional monster slayer, as he travels the continent looking for work from various towns and cities who need an exterminator. Oftentimes, the humans he deals with are more evil and more insane than the monsters he has to fight. Now, The Witcher is absolutely fantastic. In fact, I'll say this now. I think it's slightly better than A Song of Ice and Fire. But to be fair, I'm coming at the series having played The Witcher 2 and Witcher 3 video games, which I think are one of the greatest things ever made. The characters are unique and dynamic, the world is rich and has so much history, and despite having magic and monsters, it still somehow manages to have fun with it and keep it very adult, which I appreciate. Keep in mind though, I am coming at The Witcher from the video game's perspective, which sets itself apart from the books, and while the books are great as well, I felt like they complement the games nicely and are also pretty great in their own right, of course. Netflix picked this up a while back, and I trust Netflix to do a better job than a typical network like FX or AMC, but I really feel like Netflix excels at drama like House of Cards and Orange the New Black versus like bigger tasks like this, you know? They do have the cash to dish out for a series like this, and we've seen it before, actually. They spent over $100 million on Marco Polo season 1 and 2, but when it comes to hiring the right people to make something, I, I feel like Netflix takes risks that oftentimes ends up hurting the show than anything else. There have been series they've done, a lot of the times original content, where you see the potential in the show, but the person at the helm they hired is, is just not right for the job. The most notable example being Iron Fist. I mean, come on, a Marvel show about a guy who knows Kung Fu? That should be a smash hit, but it just got cancelled after its season 2 run. But yes, The Witcher is fantastic, and I will have more info on this soon, but for now, just take my word on it. It has huge potential to overtake Game of Thrones. It's amazing, it's just such a good show. As you can tell, I'm fanboying over this thing. But uh, it does stand a bit on shaky ground, I'll be honest. Being on Netflix, it does. It has the budget and the cast seems to be there, but we'll, we'll just have to see. Number two, the Lord of the Rings Amazon series. Now once again, Amazon is popping up in here and for good reason. Amazon wants to dominate not just delivering your nipple clamps and Fiji water, they also want to dominate what you watch too. It's a, it's a highly profitable company that wants to compete with everyone and that includes streaming services. And in order to do so, they gotta have their own smash hit. HBO and Netflix both have enough original content to stand out, but Amazon really doesn't have anything that stands out. Don't get me wrong, I love Man in the High Castle and I enjoy lore, but that's about all that strikes my fantasy. Everything else on their service seems just like noise that I don't care to listen to until they got the rights to Lord of the Rings television show. Now, I could have sworn that Peter Jackson said that the Tolkien estate didn't want any more movies beyond The Hobbit being made because they didn't like any of the six Tolkien movies at all, and here we are. I'm just going to go ahead and assume the Tolkien estate is strapped for cash, so they let several you know, companies place bids on this, and Amazon came out on top. 
The series will supposedly follow young Aragorn, which right there is their first mistake. Just like the Han Solo movie, I don't give a fuck about Aragorn going to high school or or getting his first job or you know, I, I just don't care about it. They could have done any any anything else, Lord of the Rings related, anything else in Tolkien's universe, but they chose something that they feel will probably make people curious and want to watch this. But here's the thing, Amazon. It's Lord of the Rings. People want to watch it regardless. From what I hear, the Baron and Luthien story is supposed to be really great. So they could have just done something on that. But of course, once again, here we are doing something nobody asked for. However, it is my number two for a reason, despite all this, because it is Lord of the Rings. This is the series that almost every other fantasy series draws from. Most of the shows I listed here can barely dethrone Game of Thrones, if anything, stand next to it on the same stage. But Lord of the Rings, if done correctly, can definitely dethrone it, and Amazon has the budget and the connections to do it. Even though Young Aragorn is not my choice on where to start with it, just starting it at all makes it the number one contender to even attempt to dethrone it. Tolkien made sure to write so much lore for this world that complements the main series, and it's possible for Amazon to replicate it. And I've seen what Amazon can do with the Man in the High Castle in regards to on-location shooting and CGI, so I'm confident they can replicate the feel of the original Peter Jackson movies, and that's the goal here, trying to get us to relive the wonder and excitement from 20 years ago versus the mess and awfulness that was the Hobbit trilogy. It's going to be a, a tough job, but I'm interested to see what Amazon does with it. And before we get to the number one, I do want to give some acknowledgements to a series that couldn't quite make the list due to lack of information on whether it's going to be a television show or a movie, but still deserves an honorable mention nonetheless, and that is Dune. Dune is a weird series for me. Once again, like The Wheel of Time, I've always been aware of Dune, but the book and I have just never crossed paths, and I am well aware of its, like, the magnitude of its story and, like, just how insane and awesome it can be at the same time, but I'm still a bit hesitant to pick it up. I've also seen Comic Book Girl 19's series of videos where she takes an in-depth look at Jodorowsky's Dune, which I'm sure she believes is the greatest movie never made. And yes, I've also seen the miniseries on Sci-Fi Channel, but I just could never get into it, and I feel like if they had a good budget, then it could probably be adapted. And I await the day for that, because I'm pretty sure Dune has the potential to be one of the best shows of all time, based on what I've seen, but nobody wants to try and take a chance at it. Legendary, the studio behind the new Godzilla films, picked it up a while back, but there isn't any new info on what they're doing with it, so it just stays at being an honorable mention on this video. And our number one pick is... The Game of Thrones spin-off show. Now, before you all call bullshit on this one, just, just think about it for a minute here. What else could possibly go through the task of dethroning Game of Thrones than the Game of Thrones spinoff? Of course, it's the only answer. Now, unfortunately, they aren't doing Dunkin' Egg, which is already primed and ready for adaptation, but they're, all, they're doing it like their own original thing, which really has me a bit concerned, but hopeful. Dave and Dan kind of messed up the last two seasons, but without the endgame material from George, there was really nothing they could do. I mean, there was something they could do, but I don't want to add 30 hours to this video. But uh, this time, the whole spinoff thing will be completely different and original, and they could do almost anything they wanted. And with HBO behind this, I'm confident in the spinoff to try and do what it can do to replicate, if not surpass, the original series. But the main task this will need to undergo is whether or not it can beat the stigma of if a prequel can beat the original. I mean, Better Call Saul is cool, but I don't know, I kind of like Breaking Bad a bit better. 
the Hobbit films were, you know, had a they had a cute little charm to them, I guess, but I, I still love the Lord of the Rings movies way more. And that's the main issue. It needs to stand apart on its own and do something a bit new but familiar and still bring the charm of the original three seasons with its own cast of unique characters from all over the world. Supposedly, the story will take place in the Age of Heroes and they won't be stuck with material that George hasn't finished. As such, this era will allow the writers a huge amount of freedom and this does have potential, but... Part of me wishes it was an anthology series instead, which each season being like its own story in different parts of the world and interconnected, but that's just my wish list. If anything, the spinoff could dethrone Game of Thrones if done correctly, but they'll need a huge amount of talented writers behind it to even compete with George's work, and even then it's a big maybe. But it definitely does have potential to stand alongside Thrones, if not dethrone them, as some of the best television ever made. I just wish George Martin was around the writer's room every now and then to polish the scripts, but we'll have to see. Well guys, that's it for our list, uh, but let me know what you think. Do you agree or disagree with any of the entries on this list? Would you add something, remove something? Definitely let me know in the comments below what you think. Also, for those of you who are fans of the podcast, we might do a small episode on this uh, list in the future, so keep a lookout for that. But once again, thank you so much for watching, and be sure to comment, favorite, subscribe, all that good stuff. And as always, I'll see you all next time. Have a good one.